We are Journals Out Loud. I am your lovely and captivating host, Louise Palenker. Here with a panel of wise and wonderful young people. We're here to help you with life and things. If you've been out there wandering. If you've been in here wondering, we've got some answers for you because we're here to help and we like you. You're pretty cute. So anyone have any kind of life news or conundrums other than Josh's plastic mouth? Oh my gosh, you make it sound so Well, this is what you've come down with, right? I have. You left something in your car and yeah, the sun so, interacted with... Yeah, the, the sun interacted with the plastic of my chips and then my mouth tastes like plastic. Your mouth tastes like plastic. Yeah. I, um, I mean, gargle? Other than that... Gar- gargle. I have, other than that, everything's been normal. Everything's pretty good. Except my voice right now. <clears throat> so, see, Josh also has Invisalign, and he thinks it's the chips and not his braces. No, because Invisalign, like, turns into, like, a different kind of smell. Like, oh. it's not not plastic. All right, gotcha. Um, and then, yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, I went to, I, I won my contest at school this week for the social media posts. Yeah! <laughs> so, yeah. A balloon has 200 likes, and my face gets, like, 30. So, so what do you get? Yeah. <laughs> Um, I get swag like a T-shirt and sweatshirt and like a hundred dollars to the bookstore or something. Nice, yeah. nice, nice. A hundred dollars to the bookstore. Wow. Uh-huh. Nice. And we have Tatiana. So fun. Tatiana, who's in from, in from the road. She's been touring with her production. Yes. Get yeah. talk to into the mic, please. Um, it was fun. Uh, so we started in about January. Uh, they started holding auditions for about a month. Um, so it was basically just like going back and forth. We had dance auditions, acting auditions, singing auditions. Um, we went through like a lot of rigorous rounds and then they found like the seven girls that they wanted, me included, thankfully. Um, and then we had about two months of like just rigorous rehearsals. Um, and at this point, like I was in my senior year in high school, I just graduated this June. So I literally come from school straight to the dance um, studio and we'd be rehearsing from like 4 p.m. till 10 p.m. from Monday to Friday. Have a break Saturday, then Sunday we're back from like 12 to 8 p.m. Um, and then we just started touring around California um, and now we're currently on a break um, and they're looking to pitch it towards um, TV networks and try to get it towards Off-Broadway too, which is really exciting. Um and I've graduated, and I'm on my gap year, just kind of, like, filming. Uh, I've been doing some... I had a commercial for Forever 21, which just came out. That was really fun. Um, <laughs> and then I just finished filming uh, a pilot for Fox Network, too. So that's... Uh, Woo! Yeah. Nice, so nice. Really mm-hmm. Getting it done, knocking yeah, it out. Really fun. <laughs> Excellent. Are you ready to help some people? Oh, yes. Let's definitely. do it. Tatiana, would you like to read the first question? I would. Okay, so iPhone X, would you pay... Oh, no, no, no. The other side. Oh. That's mid-show. That's our mid-show stretch. Back. Yeah. <laughs> that didn't happen. All right. So, um, I just entered high school, and I've lost all my middle school friends. I really miss my best friend, but she hardly talks to me anymore. She's too caught up in her new life to even text me once in a while. I've made new friends, but I really miss my old ones. What should I do? Um. Wow. Sounds like a dilemma. I feel you personally just because I've moved about, like, to five different schools in different cities and different countries um, since I was about nine. So I know what it's like to lose friends and have to make new friends all over again and having to move. Um, what I suggest is, you know, if you feel like she's not texting you or she's not getting in touch with you, then there's no fault in texting her first and just seeing what's up. Um, I'm a believer in, like, being a go-guesser and, like, if I have to be the one that texts first, and that's fine. And um, maybe she, you know, she is really busy and, you know, sometimes with school and extracurriculars and stuff like that, you kind of lose touch. Um, you're at a completely different school, too, so that could also add to it. But maybe she genuinely does miss you um, and she's thinking the exact same thing that you're thinking. So um, I would definitely say definitely text her back. Um, we're also in the age of social media, so if you follow her on Instagram and you guys are friends on Facebook, get on top with her there post a you know i miss you post or something and tag her in and see what happens yeah i definitely agree i think that if you miss someone and you want to reach out to them just do it um i know i get really caught up in my own life and i've had my friends from back in michigan tell me like hey do you care about me anymore i'm like yes mm-hmm. i do like what are you talking about and it's like i i think we talked yesterday and then i look at the calendar and it was like three months ago um, so it's, it's very much, I get lost in time for me and people are different. So I would say, don't expect someone to be the same as you. And if you want to talk to them, just do it. 
if they express not wanting to talk to you, then also look at that situation differently. Also, just remember, like, you guys are in high school, and that's, like, when people change a lot. So the people that you were friends with, you know, elementary school, middle school, you know, might just not end up being friends anymore and different interests, whatever. So you might think about that, too, which is okay. You'll find new friends. And be like, no, but like to be like one of the devil's advocates here. No one's ever too busy for someone. You always find the time for someone you really, truly care about, I think. I don't know. Josh is Um, too busy for some people. No, I mean, some people get busy. Don't get me wrong. But, you know, you're going to answer. You're going to catch up with your closest friends, I think. Yeah, but like how about with the schedule that Tatiana just ran past us? I mean. A text back after you're done or even in between can work. Oh. Different. I'm not saying they're too busy. I'm saying their their interests are changing. Them as a person are totally changing. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I agree. A text back is okay, but in this situation, it sounds like this person hasn't even gotten a text from the other person either. So, I mean, I'm not too busy to respond to a text, and sometimes I also like don't respond just because I want to put more thought into the text. Mm. But I've also realized that the, on the other end, the friend is also like, well, you could at least say hey. True. And so... I, you also have to just gauge with your friends or talk to them if what's what they're okay with. Yeah, I think you sh- you should always leave yourself open to new friendships as you go through your childhood because it's very fluid and you could wind up being best friends for your adult life with this one person who's sort of like drifting away from you right now. Like you don't know exactly what it's going to be, but you still have to not just depend on one person while you're shifting from school to school and different interests, always be open to new friends. You don't know what's around the next corner and never take it too personally. I mean, oh my God, it's so hard to say that to you guys because I know that you would take it personally if a friend seems too busy for you, but... Try not to. Yeah, I would say try not to. It could be more about her than is like... If if it gets to that point where you want to just say, "Um, are we good? You know, is there something I've done? Because then if there is, they... You know, you're, you've are you opened up that conversation. Um, who wants to read the next question, Tara? It's a long one. It's about love. Okay. I'll do my little Tara way. Please. <clears throat> I've been in love with a guy who's had a girlfriend for years. <laughs> Jabbar likes that storytelling voice. I've also been friends with a notorious playboy for a long time. Recently, Mr. Excuse you, Luna. Recently, Mr. Playboy confessed to me that I'm his first love, but he thought I didn't like him. So he tried to focus his attention on other girls, but he was never content because he's still in love with me. He said he's aware that I'm still in love with the other guy and that he's ready to be my rebound. I think I'm starting to develop feelings for him now, but I don't know if I should trust his words or not. He says, I'm never going to hurt you, I promise. I'm going to do everything to make you happy and give you things that he failed to give and all that sort of stuff. But I don't want to move on from the other guy just to get hurt again. Sarah, I love that voice. Sound like a female Ryan Seacrest when they're on the radios. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. See, can I just have a career like Ryan Seacrest, please? That would Absolutely. be amazing. You're on your way. <laughs> oh, I sure hope so. I just think you need to like take a step back from the love because you're in like la la fantasy world right now. Guys are gonna be guys, girls are gonna be girls. Like you just don't know what you want exactly. Um just take a step back, really figure it out. Can we go back to the beginning of this question though? Yeah. Well she's in love with someone Mr. Playboy. Wait, wait, yeah. wait, before Mr. Playboy comes into the story. She's in love with someone who has a girlfriend. So she's not in a relationship with anybody. That's why she needs to just take a step back because she doesn't know what she wants. Like, like, come on. Like, if you're in love with someone who can't be in love with you, like, you're not in love with them. You're just not. Yeah, Jabbar? When Jabbar what? raises his hand like this, <laughs> it's, it's like, what you sort got? Of, hold up, hold up. it's like, it's Remind like, hold up. I said this saying, I think it was one of the first shows we had is you will lose him how you got him. So this preach been in love with a guy who has a girlfriend for years. Um, I mean, you've been. If he's saying this to you while you're, he's in a relationship still. What makes you think he won't say this to other girls if you guys are together? 
That's is my thing. It's two different no, guys. No, it's two different guys. She's in love with guy A who has a relationship for years. And then guy B, the playboy, playboy. is in love with her. So now she's like, well, I'm starting to feel f- feelings for him. But, like, is he going to hurt me? But he's saying that the only reason that he was with all these other girls because he wanted to keep his mind off of her. Because he knew, guy B, the playboy, knew that she did not love him, that she loved guy A. Still applies. Okay. I just think... <laughs> I think guy B playboy like just don't don't put your time into that. I think he's just saying a lot of things that I mean you said he's a playboy so he's saying a lot of things that he's probably not going to really fall through on. And then guy A, which is the guy you're in love with and has a girlfriend for years, I'd be interested to know more on the relationship like that you've had with him. Are you just like crushing on him from across the room and he doesn't even know you? Or were you best friends and then you're like realizing you had feelings for like him after a while? Like I it that kind of would determine my like answer for you, but at the same time, he has a girlfriend. So I mean, I respect that you haven't tried anything from what you've said, um, but don't either. Is she drawn to or attracting people that are not available. realistic? We're not yeah. available. Yeah. No. Go ahead, Tara. <laughs> well, just because like there's like a lot of different guys in this world that are going to be attracted to you, and right now she's. Like, she's kind of stuck with, like, she's she's feeling for people that she just shouldn't be feeling for, that aren't good for her. And, like, girls go through that type of thing, you know? Mm-hmm. And I just think it's, like, when I say it's, like, so high school, it is kind of just, like, so high school. And, yeah, mm-hmm. Kitty Michael? Well, it's super easy to feel that way because your bubble is about, like, this big. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, she doesn't really have a lot of things to, you don't really have, like, a lot of other places to be looking. So it's totally normal that, like, you have there's you know out of like let's say 20 people in your class or whatever maybe like five of them you really could see yourself with right Mm -hmm. but then three of them have a relationship whatever you know the one is a playboy and the other guy is just too nice so he's he's just too nice they don't want to you know what i mean so like yes it's totally a phase so it's not really your fault that the people that you are going for are not the greatest people uh just because of your circle is tiny teeny tiny Right, but still be honest with yourself about why you're drawn to a certain person and whether or not you actually want a relationship because it could be that you like dreaming about people but you're the whole reality of actually being in a relationship you just that would be really hard and that I think that's why people fantasize about people who are unavailable and like Playboy like everything sounded like a line to me it's yeah, so wise. Right? It's such a line. Like I just want to tell you I have this, this is funny. I have one of my good guy best friends I was talking to and he's like, Tara, I can easily say some things to you right now and you would just start feeling like a certain type of way just because I know what would make you tick. And he started saying some things. I was like, dude, the guy (laughs) came up to me and said those things like, yeah, I would. Because he knew me well enough to see like what kind of lines would work on me. And I'm like, crap, like that made me kind of take a step back. And I was like, whoa like that was a wake-up call for yeah. me it's so, like that is the thing and these are such lines like if a guy really cares about you he'd be so much more creative than just these little mediocre lines yeah <laughs> and I, I don't really picture him behaving any differently with you than he does with other people like you can watch how someone is in the world to pretty much see like if he was hopelessly in love with you and just waiting he wouldn't spend his time dating other people while he waited yeah. he would just let you know his intentions until I don't know. Mm, kind of. No, some guys could be really upset that they don't have the girl that they want and they could just be like. <laughs> so upset they go through reams of girls. Yes. All right. That, yeah. I No, that is a thing. Come that's on. That's a guy. That that's is a, a thing. <laughs> that's a guy. Weezy, seriously, that's a thing. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's just like collecting. That's all guys. He's like collecting that's, diseases no, to share just, with you one day. For some people. It, it is like a, a stereotypical <laughs> guy. You know. Whatever. It's a thing. Just be it's careful. Like, just be careful. It can happen. Next question. Shira, please read the next question. I feel like my friend's been using her mental illness as an excuse to avoid me. She'll blame not feeling well for not being able to do certain things, but it's only things with me. She'll say she's too tired to hang out with me, but not with her significant other. I don't think this is because of her mental illness anymore, and I don't know what to do. This is a first-time type of question. Yeah, that's (laughs) terrific. I mean, it's it's difficult. It's to answer because you can't really. You're not in her head, so you won't really know what she's and why she's saying it to you. Mm-hmm. However, I will say that, like, 
in this scenario that she is still having these feelings, it's kind of selfish that you're thinking it's about you because it's really wow, it's really not about you. And I've said on the show before that when you're friends with somebody who's depressed, you're not really friends. That person has a capacity in which is being entertained by those thoughts and the feelings that there is just not space for you while you care for each other and while you're in each other's lives. It's not the same as a friendship that would be if both of you were available for each other. Um, Now, that's just my personal opinion. And I'm not a doctor. So I think that like maybe Tara has a different answer. I don't know. I went through a similar situation um, with one of my closest friends out here. She it wasn't like super, super mental illness, but she had like a lot of stuff happen to her in her life. And she was just kind of like damaged on the inside of it, like had some things going on. And there were things that made her actually tired in real life um, due to just like her body and whatnot. And so I couldn't understand that. And I was being selfish. And it's just like okay, but like, why do I always have to reach out to you? Why do I have to do this? Da, 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 da. Like mm. I was getting kind of like that. And we ended up like, I kind of started talking to her. I wasn't really understanding everything. And we had a like a blowing out for a while. And like a couple months, we didn't talk. But then when we finally came back to one another, we grew up a little bit and we actually communicated. <gasps> Concept. What? It actually helped. And so like Josh saying that you're a little selfish. Yeah. Like try and see the other person's side, but talk to her, say, help me like understand where you're coming from. So I can like, just know how to be a good friend to you. And then like, I, like I could receive the same thing, you know, like you need to just go and talk to her. That's the only way, but do it in like a relaxed way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think going along with that, there might be like, it might be a situation where she feels she can only talk to her significant other about it. So maybe say like, Oh, like maybe I'm not being like open enough that she might not trust me with like what's going on. Yeah, I think Hmm, besides the mental illness part of it, though, like when you're in a relationship, you do spend more time with your significant other than probably other people in your life. So at the end of the day, too, like to complain that your friend is spending time with her significant other, that's a little, again, a little selfish. But it may be that that's the limit of her emotional social space at the moment and that she still really loves you. But I think if you if you love something, set it free, like. You know, just be like, I get that you need this kind of space. And I also think that if you don't have a mental illness, you can't even begin to imagine what that is like and how that occupies you. So be like Josh initially said, be patient, be gentle, be forgiving, and don't assume that someone is trying to ditch you because it may not be that at all. So because when you feel hurt, the first thing you want to do is be insensitive because you feel like you hurt me. I'm going to hurt you. And that's the last thing you need to do in this situation with this individual. She doesn't need any more pain. She's in pain. So let's move on and address the next question. Katie, Michael, I want to hear your thoughts on the next question. Ooh, gladly. (laughs) Um, how do I ask someone homecoming or should I just wait for somebody to ask me? Uh, if you know that somebody is going to ask you, then you could wait if you want to. But if you want to ask somebody, you should just do it because that, that gives you all the power. And you know what? Like, if you don't really care, well, everybody <laughs> in, cares. Well, in my, so in my, like, um, like in my high school I would ask people before they asked me just because I knew I didn't have a significant other and I didn't really know if other people like liked me in that way which they didn't but it's fine (laughs) so like when I was asking people if I didn't want it to be a whole to do and it was just like a friend of a friend or something I just like texted them and be like hey do you have a date they'd say yes or no and usually it was like yes and I'd be like oh okay cool well catch you on the flip top side but if you have like a person <laughs> that you really want to ask you could totally do something really cute if you're afraid of being you know blown off then don't do something cute just like do it on the low low slide into them DMs you know what I mean slide so, into them seriously though like I mean if you're yeah, I mean yeah I have a good idea beautiful answer so Give us a call at 888-531-7171. Ask out your beloved on this show and then play it it back for them. Can we, like, by next year's prom, can we get people, like, wanting to take us? 
Oh, Ooh, would be yeah. So cool. We could we could hook up the hookup and then we could go live. I feel from like I'm way too old for prom. Please don't ask could, me to prom. Don't ask. But it's but, you so know, like, cute. Like, could, come on. By then, I would Selena be like Gomez 22 years old. Selena Gomez did it. She went to prom. Yes. Yeah. She went to prom with somebody. Taylor Swift did it. Like all the celebrities do it. I want to do it. Tara would uh, like to be your hey. prom date. Give us a call at eight eight eight. Five three one seven one seven one. Guy, they call hashtag yes. prom date Tara. I would make her a great <laughs> YouTube video. That'd be so, that'd be awesome. so we've come to that very very special it. part of the show where we're going to talk about technology. Ugh. Samsung Sorry. for life. No. So I Katie Michael, get out of here. Please swap with Aaron because I guess today there was a big Apple announcement. Are you okay? It's not easy to get in and out of these. Um, we should have put that on camera. Why do we not have a camera on her? The couch the couch will hug you. It's difficult. I've become Aaron. To escape the embrace of these couches. So iPhone X. So Aaron, how no. many... Samsung for life. All right. Just can you, for a moment, yes. and keep your Samsung fan girl <laughs> screams to the down low. Yeah, to the minimum, because we're going to talk for a moment about Apple. So I guess it was a big announcement today, like several phones got announced. Like, just break it down, please. Okay, so here are the highlights. You have <clears throat> the new Apple Watch, which doesn't require an iPhone pairing at all. You can just have it on its own. And it's, what? Yep, wow, it's got all the uh... features built in. So there's that. Well, I'm um, there is the iPhone 8, <laughs> which is basically just a fancier version of the iPhone 7. Okay. Um, and a larger version of the iPhone 8, which is just exactly what it sounds like then you have the iphone x which so is why the, did they skip nine well because x isn't 10 x doesn't represent the 10th iphone it represents the 10th anniversary okay uh, yes uh, so there so will be, there, there will probably be an iphone 10 and also an iphone x2 or whatever right like that's probably where they're going um they're just different kind of layers <laughs> of iphone so the iphone x and the iphone 8 iphone 8 is the iphone you know iphone x is the iphone from like 3072. So um, basically, it do? does it fly? It doesn't fly, is it but real? it, it, it is real. <laughs> it has facial recognition. Yes, he's right. It's got facial recognition. It's got. Do you remember? Do you, do you remember Connect from um, yeah. Xbox? Uh-huh. Okay, so yeah. basically, they took a Connect, they made it better, they shrunk it down, and they made it the front-facing camera. So when you take a Whoa. selfie, it's not a camera that's looking at you. It's like a whole Connect system. It can measure distance. It can do dot mapping on your face to actually like overlay. 3D images over your so face. Cool. Like, you know how Snapchat has those yeah. filters? Yeah. So it's so, a Snapchat. Except it does it on <laughs> a much more complex level. <laughs> You'll see. You will see when you watch the video back. Can when you, you box with it? Uh, probably. And they got rid of the home button. Too. Isn't that will, it, will it have, like, uh, the uh, t- things coming out of it? Yeah. So yes and no. It's not, oh, wait, yes? It's, it's not 3D, but it is... Like the phone that is the most best designed for um, AR, augmented reality. So I'm sorry, what? Basically, you've got <laughs> Pokemon Go. All right, so VR. Ah. You, you, you know what VR is, right? Virtual reality. Yeah. Right, and you strap you on the helmets and, and whatever. Like, exactly. <laughs> so okay. picture that, but um, it's something that you interact with in the world around you. It's not something that you wear over your head. It's something that you see through a window, and it augments your reality. So what? Basically, Tara, imagine, Pokemon Go. Um, um, yeah, oh. exactly. It's so it plays things in your environment by holding. But it's a game. <laughs> no, no, no. It is. It is an infrastructure built within the new iPhone. And you need this because. Well, you need this because here's here's an, an example of an application. Mm-hmm. You go to a baseball game. Mm-hmm. This is an example that they gave, but it's a great example. You go to a baseball game. You're uh-huh. sitting in the crowd, uh-huh. and you see a player out there. You don't know who it is. I wouldn't know who it is. Mm-hmm. But if I had the new iPhone and I had the AR overlay, I could just hold up my phone and in real time. It would recognize who's on the field. Oh no! I'm oh, trying to oh, and, oh, and it would oh. and it would show me their information. It would show me information about the game live as I'm trying I'm to, existing in real life. I'm trying what to up? go to the store this, without being recognized. So this is like an uh, episode of Black Mirror. Have you guys ever watched yes, those shows? Yeah. That is an episode of Black Mirror. The game that you're watching and in the player's number. Wait, and there you go. wait. So we we couldn't hear you, but basically you're saying why can't you just look it up? And I the, heard ans- her. the answer is, um, it's. 
easier and cooler this way. I mean, imagine going to a party with a bunch of people that you don't know and some people nope. that you do know. So and wait a second, wait a second, hang on. So you go to this party, you don't know who they are, but now there is Facebook augmented reality. So I can see your face. It recognizes your face. It shows me your Facebook profile. <laughs> and I see, oh, you were just on vacation recently. How was Bermuda? Wait, but you could do that like in that neighboring is, cars. That is right? Yeah. Like no, on the freeway. No, you no, could... no, 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 no. No, 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 no. That is so freaking creepy. Are you kidding me? I'm this so is excited. ridiculous. This is so gross and stupid. Like, this is not how you meet people. And, like, that's oh my God. That's like, that's the future, Tara. No. Embrace it. You can hold it over your baby and it will tell you whether or not his diaper is full. Oh my God. Okay, but everything you're saying, like, that reminds me of when I was this one. I used to watch, like, movies and they would talk about robots taking over the world. And when I was young, like, I used to think, you know, they were talking about literal robots. But, like, now. Okay, I feel like with these new features, they're making people more lazy because now, yes. like, we used to use books and stuff to look stuff okay. up. Now we're, like, on our Tatiana, phone. Tatiana, this so, is exercise. No. Okay, Every so. time you lift your phone, you are working the glutes and the Lazy, go away. No, do not. Okay, but <laughs> also <laughs> mentally. <laughs> and then mentally, like, it's making us so codependent on phones. Like, people, like, that. as a whole, as a human race, we're becoming more and more dependent on technology, and it's not even funny. Hold like, on, I have to look up whether or not you said... What you said was Shut true. up! I'm looking up whether or not what she said was true. And Hold you know, on. I have a real life example of this because, like, when I was young, for example, reading books, like, for me, that was the funnest thing. Like, on a Friday, me and my friends would go to the library, we'd, like, buy a whole bunch of books. Now, like, with little kids that I see, they have iPads. They think of reading books as a punishment. Like, when. No, they says, don't. No, they yes, do. They and do. I've seen this in yes, real life. They do. Like and and, and it's really sad because when parents want to pun like not all but I've seen it a lot where some parents like they'll actually say oh you're on a punishment go read a book and it's wow. like you're using that as a negative yeah. instead of it being a, and, and it's because they have all these leap pads and the iPads all like, the stimulation all this, said, no, like no. six year olds are cool uh, asking for iPhones for like that's yeah. ridiculous wait, wait. all right Aaron I'm, weigh I'm, in I'm not Aaron, saying I'm, I'm not what? I'm not saying that what you're saying doesn't happen I'm saying that it's not the technology's fault. I'm no, saying that the no, no, the, the parents are fr- the parents yeah. are framing the book as a bad thing. That's on them. They need to either say books are great from the beginning and here's why. Also, iPads are great. But do you or, honestly? I'm sorry. Hold on. But yeah. do you honestly think it's not creepy where I literally just walk into a room and I can just figure out everything I need to know about a person right there? Like I feel like it's just like a little creepy, it's, like a a little bit, like low key. That's a little creepy. What, here's. In one second. Here's – to answer your question, I don't think it's creepy if I volunteered to put my information up. You could block it. Okay. You could say, I don't want if, people recognizing okay. me by holding if up their phone. Oh, okay. If you can block it, that's good. You should yeah. have said that. However, that makes like, so much more but what sense. But what are – like, like, let's think, like, what are other – some some other potential applications for example let's say someone is laying on unconscious and the and the paramedics arrive and they could hold up a phone and like recognize the person and you could see oh this person has diabetes and this person you know that something that would be life-saving it's this possible so what else Aaron what are some other possible applications well I mean it, it goes on for ages in my opinion actually the facial recognition stuff is kind of like the least interesting part about it in mm-hmm. my opinion the coolest part about it is actually um two two parts there's the wireless charging which i think is a huge deal because because wireless charging isn't new it's been something that for example samsung has done samsung Samsung has had it forever forever. your snapchats also look like blur Um, 1930 pictures pictures. so it's true samsung has had wireless charging for ages but wireless charging is not the norm it is an extra feature whereas on the new iphone they are presenting it as a marquee feature. This is something that is defining the new iPhone. And um, not just the iPhone, but the new Apple Watch and the other iPhone. They are trying to make it something that is natural and normal, a part of the ecosystem. And they're not just doing it for themselves. They're trying to get other companies to take part in this, and they're making it sort of an open, a little bit open source, not fully open source, but a little bit open source, to help make this something that is normal. Because, really... I gave a whole speech about this earlier. I'm not going to go into it in detail. But basically, batteries are how human technology sucks. And so if you can eliminate the problem of batteries by having easy charging everywhere you go wirelessly, Mm -hmm. that solves a lot of problems. So that's just the quick summation. Um, So, yes, that's one feature that's fantastic. And then the other thing that's fantastic is... um, 
I can't remember. So, Josh, cool. I just think all of that, like what you're saying, just like what Tatiana said, leads to robots, like just no taking way. it. Because if they don't have to charge themselves, they can recognize your face and they can do all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. People like, don't like change, but well, then like go a year forward after they you, get used to it. If you try to take it away, they'd be really Did upset. you see the article that happened like a month ago? It was like Facebook had has two AI systems, artificial intelligence, and they paired, Yeah, you can go they, on they, No, 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 no. They paired them against each other yeah. to trade things and they created their own language. Yeah. They had to shut them down because they were talking to each other and they didn't know what they were saying. Like Facebook. You're scaring me. Wait, I'm not, what? Fa- I, you lost me. No, I'm okay, sorry. so Facebook created two <laughs> computers. Wait, I know, right? I know. Wait, we're gonna good. But okay, so Tara, there was two computers wow. that Facebook created. They never had them work with each other before, but in an experiment, they had them try to trade money and objects and things between each other using specific coding that they told them to use. And then they modified the coding. The computers started talking a different language to each other so that we didn't know what they were saying. Computer learning. Computers learning from each other. The computers learned how to trade without us knowing what they were doing. (laughs) And I was like, and then Facebook shut them down like that as soon as they realized they were talking without us knowing what they were saying. computers don't have... The computers created a language. (laughs) (laughs) Now they just created eyes for them and they created freaking battery life. So we're we're just, just wait. Verdict, is it exciting or scary? Scary. Exciting. Very exciting. exciting. Extremely exciting. Exciting. Jabbar? It's thrilling. Progress? Progress. Um, Josh? It's both. Both? It's both. Shira? I like it. You like it? Cool. Tatiana? Yeah, I would say both. I don't think humans are able to use it. You don't think humans are able... No, humans are not not responsible enough yet, and we can't... yeah, no, they're stupid. Not. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, there's a lot of stupid... If you look at a lot of the famous people in the world right now that are Instagram famous and whatever famous, like, those people should not be famous for what they are doing. There exactly. Should be like, there, there should be, like, the actual good people in the world yep. should be the ones that are are um, uh, known for doing s- smart things. Does that make sense? <laughs> like, like, like Elon Musk? <laughs> No, no, no. There's I'm, so I'm much being, irony in this the moment. Things, I don't no, even no, no. know. The I things totally that people agree. care about, the things that our generation cares about in this world are not the things that we should be caring about in the world. Yeah. Yes? yes. I full wholeheartedly agree. Oh, for sure. And so that's why, no, this this technology could be great if humans were, were great. so stupid. Yeah. Katie, like, lean in, lean in a little bit. Earn it. Earn so it. They can see your face too. I see what no, you're saying. You see my face. They can hear me. It's fine. All right, we're gonna move on to the next question because we have so much back. more to discuss. <coughs> Why don't you? Can you both stay there? Can one of you sit on the arm? No. What? Whoa. There we ah. Oh my god. Let's see how long that's comfortable. That's probably not gonna. All work. right, here we go. Josh, next question, please. Recently, I've developed a crush on one of my friends, but I can't tell if she's just supportive of LGBT. Community, or I just thought I was supposed to say LGBTQ, so I just got anyway supportive of the LGBT community, or if she's secretly a part of it. I don't think she knows I'm bisexual, and I've been afraid to come out to her because I don't want our friendship to change. We sleep in the same bed and cuddle and hug all the time, and I don't want to ruin that. How do I go about coming out to her? How do I stop that from affecting how we act as friends? And if she is straight, how do I move on? There's oh, so much in this. It's like universal for every LGBTQ so basically, kid, kid, you know, with a best friend. She has feelings for her best friend. Her best friend doesn't know she's bisexual, and she mm-hmm. wants to tell her best friend without things changing. Things are going to change no matter what. Yeah, you once know. you tell her that yeah. your friend, your friend might, oh. <laughs> um, your friend might feel like differently about you know the the friendship things that you do now. But if she is your really good friend, then it's not going to change drastically. And but also, if you let her. Wait, did she say that she did like her or no? Yeah, she, she does. does. She, she does? does. So if you tell her that, then yes, you will cross that line. And it's the other person's decision to, you know, really like, okay, well, that's great. I don't like you that way, but I still love you as a friend and want to be with you as a friend. And then it's and then once she says something like that, then it's up to you to get over that. Does that make sense? I also think it's selfish if you don't tell her because you're cuddling her, you're doing all these things that's making your feelings develop more. So mm-hmm. like my thing is like you need to because you're kind of like low key taking advantage of her just a little bit because she doesn't know you have feelings for her and you're doing all these like feelings kind of thing. Even though you're just friends, you're getting more out of it. So you gotta tell her. That is my thing. Uh, and I think she is a good friend because you said she's very supportive of the community. Um, that already says a lot. Yeah. I think anybody who supports, you know, community that's outcasted is just 
they're a great person. Yeah. yeah. I, I also want to say that every friendship has its energy because it's each pe- each person feeding off the other person's energy. And so she's giving off some type of vibe that you're feeding off of and then you're giving her. And so it is what it is. It's, there's love between you. Whether it's romantic love is yet to be determined. But like, don't deny that she has this great love for you. And so once you're at an age where you're ready to express like, okay, I think I've determined that I, I would like for this to be romantic. Like, go ahead and express that because she won't be insulted or anything. She's been engaging in the cuddling and everyone knows that that could be romantic, you know, whenever people are old enough to say like is this romantic i mean look you know katie michael did you know you've just recently come out as bi have you did you ever have a friendship like this where you like i'm not sure if this is friendship or love like were you did you ever have those confused moments no i mean not with like my friends um but no i never had like an experience where i would like cuddle with anybody ever <laughs> yeah but i mean <laughs> No, I never. I none of none of my friends I ever had like a crush on. It was always outside of my friendship circle, and so those people I never, I never had this experience with. But um, one of my friends in Las Vegas actually had almost this exact same experience. She um, knew she was a lesbian like her entire life, and she had a crush on this girl, and um, they became really close friends. And then this girl. Um, would always hang out, spend the night. They would cuddle. They would do all this kind of like stuff. She would hold her hand in the car, but she was never like lesbian. She was actually dating a guy, but they were just like really close friends. Mm-hmm. Um, but that did all this stuff, and then finally the other girl like realized, oh my god, I actually am in love with you, and then they've been they've been together like for since forever they've known each other for 10 years and they've had this like relationship of just being friends and the other girl um that that didn't yeah that didn't know that she was a lesbian did all this stuff and so then the girl that was in love with her who did know she was a lesbian was like super like confused like she didn't you know what i mean but then she finally like told her how she was feeling and then she was like oh my god i actually love you too so I, i mean that might be the situation I That's mean, why I, I feel, feel like, like if she's, I have never had a friendship where I'm like cuddling, like even yeah. even my guy friends, like I've never crossed because I feel like that crosses a line where you're like not friends anymore. Like I would never cuddle. That's why with I my feel friends. like so if she's doing that with you. I feel like she she's maybe involved. in the back of your head, like yeah. maybe wants this or wants to try it or wants to see, like you know, this there's there's a mutual something that's happening <laughs> that should be spoken about so that you can both sort of acknowledge it, name it, claim it, whatever. Yeah. But you're good. You should say something. For I sure. think you're fine. Yeah. Cool. What else we got? Jabbar. Mm. I've been fought. Um, okay. Let's start over. Mm. I've been feeling down for a while now. My group of friends is completely falling apart. My parents lost all the all the trust they had in me. I've been drinking way too much. I have to select my major soon, and I'm not sure what to pick. The guy I like tried to kiss one of my friends, and I just feel out of place, stuck and unbalanced overall. What can I do to get out of this funk? It sounds like the theme from Friends. Shut it down. Everything's going wrong. Shut it Shut it all down. First of all, drinking uh, can make you like mildly depressed for a little bit. Uh, so just stop. First of all, stop drinking. That will honestly heighten your level of happiness for sure. It's like, it's like a little bit less than like a drug, but... It does that same type of thing. It kind of if you if you drink a lot, then you'll start to see yourself like kind of get depressed. It's not like super depression, like real depression, but it is some that. So that's number one for sure. And then the whole boyfriend thing or the whole guy thing, don't don't focus on the guy. If he's trying to kiss your friend, obviously he's not a good guy. So don't focus on that. And then your friend group, well, friends fall apart. So I would like. Try to see if you can organize breakfast or lunch or bowling or movie night, something like that, to maybe like rekindle that fire of friendship. And then with your major, that's a tough one because I don't really, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Me. Nice landing. I think everything Katie Michael just said is absolutely spot on. Yeah. After you do all of that stuff, (laughs) and if stuff like that, like if none of that really kind of works out, just remember, you're going to college soon. You got to pick mm. out a major. You're going to be going into a whole new pool of so many more life experiences. So, yes, get back all those things. Do what Katie Michael said. But just remember, you're going to be going into something brand new. And that is going to be exciting. And just get pumped up for it. 
Yeah, Josh I mean, Flint. coming from the perspective, it's in high school. It doesn't necessarily say that it could still be like all this stuff happening in college. I just think that in general, overall, you need to look at like why you're trying to fight all the change. Like that's what happened with me. Like a lot of stuff fell apart and mm. I didn't know what I was doing, all this other stuff. And it's like when you're focusing on what's falling apart, you're not focusing on what's coming together. Wow. So, oh, <laughs> look at you, guru. <laughs> and so you have to really look at what's <laughs> happening around you and, and, not focus on the fact that your friends are falling apart because maybe there's other people in your life that are starting to enter that you're not paying attention to or things that you're not seeing like, oh, I really enjoy this and this is why I'm moving away from those friends because now I'm discovering what my major is yet and it's not going to be something that they line with. Like you don't know. There's things that are working around you and look at those rather than what's going wrong. Yeah, and can I just say drinking? No. Because you can't solve any problem. And the fact that you mentioned it in here means that it's a recurring factor. And so you may have a problem with alcohol. And I I can speak on that, too. Like, I used to be a functional alcoholic. And so, like, I don't think I've ever really talked about it on the show before. You have not. um, So, like, in general, it's just not going to help. It's just going to, like Katie Michael said, it's going to actually make you think about those things more in a lot of ways. And add to the feelings of sadness and depression and whatever it is not going to like necessarily give you depression but it's going to not give you happiness either it's it's temporarily maybe you'll feel good but at the same time it's it's something you'll have to keep going back to to get that feeling and over time you'll have to keep going back and going back and going back and then you'll find yourself being someone you don't even recognize so i would say just if you can stop now stop now i'm good you're good? <laughs> All right. What else have we got, Tara? This is a fun one. Well, not fun, but yeah. So, a little while ago, I hooked up with a guy. I was not aware he had a girlfriend. She later found out about us, and they broke up because he cheated on her with me. Recently, we hooked up again. Then I found out they were back together. I just feel bad for the girl. Here's, here's the kicker. Should I tell her what we have done, call him out on it, or just never speak to him again? Jabbar. That last one was the bingo. Yep. The last one. I think we all can agree on that one. He'll come to his... uh, He'll... Carmel will come around. She Mm -hmm. will, you know, sooner or later break up with him. Just don't get into it again. Because what's going to happen is you're going to get into, like, their fight, and then they'll just pull you into the middle, and then you'll realize... I don't want to be here. Why am I here? And you can't get out. So don't. Tatiana. Yeah, I agree with everything you guys said. The one thing that I picked up on is it looks like she's kind of pointing fingers at everybody except for herself. Wow. Because she said, you know, like, I won't talk to him or I'm going to call him out on it. But I don't think she's kind of processed in her mind that she had a large role in that because she mentioned in the beginning that she knows that um he was with her and no, then no, no. she didn't she didn't know the first time she didn't oh, know sorry the second time the first time she didn't know but which the is second the second time they had broken up right yeah no she, she thought knew. they were but here's the thing he already did it once like just cut him out yeah. the first time yeah. i agree like don't necessarily get in the middle of things you say you feel bad so if you really feel bad maybe say something to her but don't get involved with the fight no 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 no. you are not the person who is going to tell her what you did with her guy no she will find that out from someone else on yourself so the first time you didn't know but the second time you were aware that there was you know a cheated girlfriend type of thing so even if they were broken up when you did it the second time I mean, why would you do that to yourself? You know what I mean? Like, is she a drama stirrer? Yeah, that's what I was thinking, Ashley. Because you know, there are girls like that who like to be the reason why you know a certain mm-hmm. relationship didn't work out. So just also make sure that it's coming from a genuine place, even when hey. right. I tell the girl that you know I did this and this with your boyfriend. It's more of kind of like a showing off instead of you know being genuinely sorry about. Yeah. It, so. You don't want to be a person walking through the room, tipping over tables and pointing fingers at other people. You don't want that to be who you are. Yeah. You know, develop a relationship organically with someone that you know is single before anything sexual happens. And, you know, be true to yourself, be true to others. Like, Mm -hmm. I know that it gives you attention to be creating this sort of mayhem, but it's not good attention, you guys. Not good. All right. That's Mm. cool. Solve that one. Thank God we're here. Um, Tatiana. I read one. 
Okay, so my mom was severely abusive until she kicked me out at 18, but I am the oldest and she relies on me coming over to babysit, do yard work, etc. She does nothing but take advantage of me. I've been with the same boy since senior year and we love each other very much, but he hates my mom. He always calls her awful names after we get home from helping her and it makes me feel awful. Is it okay for me to want him to respect her? Okay, well, I would say that it is definitely okay. I mean, I know it sounds like you've had some problems, some issues with your mom, and I understand where you're coming from, but at the same time, she is your mom, and, you know, she is the one who provided to you for you to a certain extent. She is the one who gave birth to you, so there's always going to be that natural instinct to want to defend her, to want to protect her. So I don't think there's anything wrong in that. It shows the type of person that you are considering everything that you said she's put you through and you still you know have this desire to look out for her so I don't think you should feel guilty about that at all I think I respect that of you yeah yeah Yeah. uh, that was fully pretty much all I was going to say about him like he should respect your wishes and like it's not wrong of you to do that the second part of this question because it's really two different things going on here I I would want you to look at why you think it's your obligation to go help her um you're 18 now you obviously don't live at home she kicked you out but now she expects you to go back to the house to help her um when she's not providing you a place to 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 live so um i i i kind of had to deal with the situation a little bit growing up in foster care so it's like and i've heard a lot of stories where you get kicked out but you still want to like protect and shelter your siblings from a lot of things and while you can take on that responsibility, it's also not your responsibility. You're not the parent in the situation. And so um, if it's causing you a lot of distress and um, emotional like heartache, which you're saying here, you feel like you're being taken advantage of. If you're going to go do those things, you're not being taken advantage of. You free and willingly make the choice to go there. So you need to change how you're talking about it and change your thinking around it because you're actively choosing to go help her. And that's also going to help improve your relationship with her and not make you the victim of what she's making you do. Um, and as far as your boyfriend, like she said, you, he, he needs to respect that. And I think it comes out of the fact that he really does care for you and doesn't like to see you distressed by what she, your mother is doing. So it's... He just needs a better avenue to channel those um, emotions and thoughts. I think it's one of those things where um, it's like you can pick on your little sister, but other people can't pick on your little sister kind of a thing like that. Because I had that with my dad. Me and my dad went through a really rough stage when I was graduating high school. Like we'd fight all the time. And then, you know, I would talk shit about him because i'd be like nah whatever but then i'd hear you know my boyfriend do it and i'd be like you don't get to like just come in here and like agree with me you know what i mean (laughs) so um but i i mean i i think the whole thing why she's doing this though is because the other siblings so she since she is the oldest and she was abused and then kicked out she's wants to be there probably to like help that and you know, make sure that those kids are not getting the same uh, life growing up, whatever mm-hmm. that she did. Mm-hmm. But no, I do agree. If you're going there willingly, you're not being taken advantage of. Although you can feel like you're being taken advantage of because you're not getting like the right respect out of it. Like she's probably not. Thank you. Let me cook you a home meal <laughs> and yeah. like pay you 20 bucks or something like that. You know. So there's a few tiers to this. Number one is you're always going to feel responsible for your family no matter who they are or how they are. Um, you're going to feel responsible for your siblings if you know that you share the same parents and they haven't been ex- extremely um, healthy in terms of the life that they've provided for you guys and you're going to want to go back and fix everything. Don't expect your mother to become another person and to suddenly be like what Katie Michael was saying. She's not. You're doing this on your own terms because you want to and you're going to figure out your adult relationship with these people as you move forward. And then... The third tier is your relationship with your boyfriend where you just simply say to him, like, look, I get it and I know that you love me, but like, and you can say to me, like, wow, your mom is challenging. you like, you know, but choose your words very carefully. Challenging is a good word, but you cannot call my mother names. I'm sorry. I can't hear that because this is my family and I cannot hear that from you. Uh, you know, that's just how I'm going to need it to be. So state what your needs are. Uh, Jabbar. Um be the, to be the devil's advocate with yeah. this, um, I fully respect parents, but I also agree with you have to give me respect for me to show you respect. Mm-hmm. So, um, 
I don't care who you are. You're just not going to disrespect me, and you think I'm going to just be okay yeah. with put tolerating that. So I also think, are you bringing your boyfriend into this situation? Are you pulling me into it? Because mm-hmm. if not, I can just you know let you do your situation with your mom, and then I can be there when you come home and be like, are you okay? Are you good? So. It's a, it's like, it's a, you know, yeah. but it's, war. you know, it's a good lesson to learn that when you're talking about someone else's immediate family, even if you can see that they're very, very disrespectful and they're dysfunctional in every possible way, you still have to choose your words very carefully. Yeah. Like what Katie Michael was saying, you cannot talk about somebody's mama. I mean, going off on what Jabbar said though, it, it does say that when they come home together from yeah, helping her. Yeah. So she's probably being rude and like very well, abusive to him as well. He still has to choose his he, words carefully. He does, and also like Jabbar said, pulling like if you're pulling him into it, he does have a little bit more, there's a little bit more of a leeway. You have to be careful with what you say, but there is a little bit more there he needs to express he can because say, of the fact that he's being directly as well. that was rough. You know, he could, there's all kinds of way that, ways that he can express himself. I just removing him from this situation in general, like yeah. have him stay home. Yeah, there's that. <laughs> Just some thoughts for the the person who wrote in the question. Think about how long this person's going to stick around for this. Because that's ultimately, yeah. with me and my ex, It's his family was not what I wanted out of a relationship for my boyfriend. I want family to be first. I want everyone to be able to love each other and support each other. And it was very... Uh, dysfunctional and that ultimately was like a big factor on why I was like I can't do this anymore I'm not happy and so if you are continuously bringing all like the negative stuff around and like telling him about everything he may not want to be around it anymore that is a possibility that you're gonna have to like just know in the back of your head like you may love him and he may love you but it's just something where it's just like if this is a constant battle it's not going to be worth it in the long run. If you're dating somebody, you're dating their family. If you marry somebody, you're marrying exactly. their family. Like, unless you cut ties and you want to be on your own, which that is something. Like, that is something. And that's what happened with me and my ex for a while. We cut ties with his family and had nothing to do with them. But still, it was hard and it was sad that he couldn't have it. And then when they got ties back again, it was just dysfunctional and you, I, I couldn't be around it but i don't want to say to her this means you're never gonna find love no it doesn't mean that you but just it's just like a person that's gonna understand it yeah you have to find a person that's you're gonna understand it but also it's like things can change stuff can get better like you are you're young right now maybe when you get a little bit older your family dynamic is gonna shift your other siblings are gonna get older maybe stuff will happen maybe it's you and your siblings are gonna go and you're just gonna ride it off or maybe she'll change like you never know what's gonna happen but at this moment right now i just want you to think how much longer do you think this person that is in your life is going to take it because it's not just you it is your family if you if you want normal you have to figure out a way to be an adult within this dynamic and you will figure it out and you will find a healthy way to be and have love and have boundaries good word good word who wants to read the last question sure i can do it yeah Yeah. i need some advice on how to survive gym class testify (laughs) I have no way in shape at all and I have no interest in anything sports related I can barely do a push up (laughs) I have no self confidence and exercising in front of people makes it worse I want to find a way to skip the class but I know that's bad I hid (laughs) <laughs> so there's like a behind people so i didn't have to do the push-ups they didn't Someone watch me there's look a under couple, the balance beam there's a couple things you can do i was super fortunate and I'm, I'm not sure how i got out of a lot of the regular classes i only had to take one semester of regular gym in high school but the rest of it was written off by cheer but then um if you obviously don't want anything to do sports related what you could do is find the teacher or the coach that coaches the football team the softball team the whatever team be the water boy be the the person that does the scores anything like that and that goes to your gym like as a right well at least in my school it yeah, did it depends on the school, so you could look at that that's one way of doing it but at the end of the day you are gonna have to do it i wouldn't say ditch the class but like everybody has and I know this is so hard in high school because you have all those people that like are really good at gym and sports and want to show off and want to make fun of like the unfit people and whatever. And that's so hard. I totally feel that. But you have to just like do what you got to do. Get through the class. If people make fun of you. 
and walk away. Like you really, that's really all you can do. You got to like really try to not let it get to you. And you'll find your people in that class. And hopefully one of like the big jock people will actually be your friends. You know, and like, you know, when you do like the partner sit ups or something, maybe one of those people would like you like hope for that. But you will have to do it. And don't like don't skip. Don't skip. This is so funny because I just retweeted not too long ago. Uh, popular signs, pop sign Twitter said you can actually be allergic to exercise. This was this study. And somebody said, I knew it. <laughs> I, knew it. <laughs> I think that was just so funny. That is ironic. funny. That is funny. Though. <laughs> that is funny. I will say there's a difference between liking sports and being healthy and like because sure like maybe you hated gym class but like come on like you're an amazing dancer and so you found other ways to be physical like we have to you have to move your body somehow i was saying that for me just because of like who i am i'm i'm funny so (laughs) (laughs) well i mean i am like and i try and make fun of myself and like i know like it's hard to at times because you said you kind of lack self-confidence but a way to kind of get out of sticking situations like kind of be the clown of mm-hmm. it so like if you for can't sure. do a push-up like we had to do uh like a minimum of seven push-ups for girls in high school i literally was having the toughest time getting past three i just i just could not do it i have no upper body strength and i was embarrassed but i just kept clowning around mm-hmm. and joking with it and then like just making fun of myself and people thought it was funny and they didn't really see that it's like oh she's struggling like it's like she's freaking can't do it but she's a funny person because the more confidence that you do have the more you can build yourself up and just love who you are and i know we say that a lot but it's so true it's not you're not going to be affected by it like we all have flaws we all aren't going to be able to do stuff we're all gonna like not like something about ourselves but if you can just somehow push through it like even to this day like i still have flaws but i have to keep pushing through it as much as possible you will be okay so yeah don't skip like Katie Michael said. You're going to have to do it. But if there's a way you can do it comedically that would get you out of it, that helped me. Maybe it's mm-hmm. something else. Maybe it is finding other friends. But get up that self-confidence. I promise you that is what's really going to drive you through it all. Tatiana, did you have something? Yeah. Um, actually, to add on to what you and Casey Michael said, um, you know, and it's funny because in PE, that's where I met, like, mm-hmm. some of my friends who ended up being in my tight group. And chances are, if you're feeling like that, there's a few other people who are feeling the same way too mm. um fortunately for me like i consider myself super athletic so for me i used to kind of take advantage of pe and use that as like the time to do the most exercise you know and i met this girl who wasn't as athletic and she struggled and i saw that but we kind of made a connection so what we would do is like say for having the mile i knew like she struggled in that so i would like we would hold hands and we would like run it together and i'd like motivate her be like come on let's just like run it let's finish it Aww. and you know and it was, it was <laughs> and she like she came up to me seeing you and she was like you have no idea how much that helped me because wow. like i used to go over the time and with you like i improved by like five minutes so it's like also finding your niche and finding friends who you can have fun together and like tara said if you need to like make fun of your yourself and you have people around you who can do the same thing and have fun but i don't think ditching the class will solve your problems especially if you're um struggling with your self-confidence i think that's only going to add on to it more and i think pe is a great way to kind of start with building that up because if you can you know kind of just fail at maybe doing push-ups but you can laugh it off and kind of shrug it off then that's going to be a really good stepping stone into becoming more confident with yourself yeah i think we don't know what's going to happen to you in gym class but like if that could happen to you like let that happen to you yeah like, ask and for I think, help ask a nice kid for help and, and i then think you like could bond you're always oh my gosh it went on again you're always growing and um things are no matter which way you go you're always just growing so if you're gonna ditch class you're gonna be growing in a direction that's gonna cause you to ditch other things in life and just you're gonna go down that pathway yeah but if you stand for yourself and do something that I you might not be it. comfortable with and get through it that's going to grow you as a person in a different direction. Did anyone which, have swimming? Oh, I did. Yeah. I had swimming. So and there swimming was a really awkward awful. situation that happened to me. Well, but I taught my friend Denise how to swim. And so as much as I hated having to get undressed and get wet and all that stuff in the middle of the school day in Buffalo where it was cold, it was like I have that memory of like I taught a kid how to swim. So look for the kids. Like if you're good at sports, like look for the kids like Tatiana said. And if you're not good at sports, ask for help. People like to help. Jabbar. Tara, I love what you say about being comedic about things because I was yeah. just just to plug Kevin Hart's book right now. Oh, I love Kevin Hart. Oh my it God, he's my favorite. Excellent. 
Um, okay. He said, well, of course, everyone makes fun of his being short. Yeah. Being so short. He said he was never embarrassed for that because he always was the first person to pick out that flaw in him and just make mm-hmm. fun of it. Yeah. So he was never embarrassed. But look how you know successful he is now. No, make fun of your, your flaws. Turn it into a positive. Yeah, absolutely. If you're if you're if you know what you are not good at, then other people can't make fun of it because then you're just like, okay, and mm-hmm. yeah, and your point <laughs> is right. Like I, I knew that, and then those people are stupid. Josh, <laughs> we got it. We got it covered. We hope yeah. we've helped you. We hope to, we've helped you do life because life is a good thing to do, and we love you. Please life subscribe to, to do. yeah. Life. Please subscribe life. to our Hashtag channel. Life. Hashtag life. Bye bye. Oh yeah.